Friday and welcome to another powerful episode of The Awakener. I am so excited today because our topic today is giving effective stinging feedback, something that's so close to my heart because we've been practicing the ways to make this whole exercise work and I am here to share with you you know, the wisdom of practice uh, that we have done in our culture and our own family lives. And it is going to be practical. It's going to be insightful. When we announced to our listeners that the topic is about feedback, we got a few questions and I'd like to read some of the questions, a few of which I'll be able to answer in today's exciting podcast. The first one is how to give feedback. So we are definitely going to answer that. There's also a question about giving negative feedback. How can I give negative feedback without hurting the person? That's a very, very uh, good question. The next question that we had is, should I give feedback even when I myself needed one? What a wonderful question. Uh, I think we have uh, two more. How do we begin giving feedback? That, uh, we could definitely, uh, from the session today, learn how we could you know, just begin the act or the exercise of giving feedback. And practice makes perfect. And practice makes the, uh, the culture also permanent. So. Why don't we try and begin with feedback giving? I wanted to uh, also change this format a little bit by using some visuals here. And I'm going to pull up a visual here so that you're able to follow whatever it is that I'll be sharing uh, with your eyes. And for those who are listening to us on podcast, I will do my best to make sure that we are as auditorily as clear uh, and insightful to you, even in the absence of visuals. Giving stinging feedback, are you fascinating in this area or are you failing or flopping? If you are failing, don't worry, there is hope and this approach gives you hope. It's a very simple approach that when you practice every day can make you a great and fantastic feedback giver. It is called the sandwich approach. Sandwich approach is actually, you know, available in... When you do research on feedback, it's readily accessible and available. And we have tried and revised it based on practice, what works best. So I call this the fierce grace version, which means give feedback as straightforward, as candidly and brave as possible. Be fierce, but also be graceful to make sure that you also accommodate the emotions, the feelings. There's a lot of negativity uh, in the problem space of the person needing feedback. So we need to you know, manage this with grace to ensure that we aim to assist and not aim to just vent out our emotions. So this is the sandwich approach. In the sandwich approach, there are basically three ingredients that we have to remember. The first one is this, words. Words are very powerful and probably the most important to prioritize when we are giving feedback. Choose the right words, open the right words in, uh, from coming from your mouth. You open the right file and you're able to achieve, you know, the, 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 the result that you want to achieve. The second in the ingredient is syntax. All of these words need to be arranged and structured in a way uh, that make people listen to you. So how do we arrange feedback? So that's another thing. And finally, the final ingredient, just like in anything that we eat, there must be a magic ingredient. So what are these magic ingredients? We're going to share that before we end the podcast today. So let us now go to the first part of giving feedback words. How do we dish out the words? I'd like to give you some time to read this. For those who are listening in our uh, podcast, uh, the, the, the sample here that I use is 
all in all, you were able to deliver a great presentation. It's well, and it would be better if you didn't have to read your notes. So you want to give a feedback to somebody who just did a presentation but was reading the notes. So it was probably a little bit jarring in terms of the continuity and the flow. This particular structure follows the XY structure. The X is the good feedback. And then the Y is the growth feedback. It's stinging. It can hurt. The moment we use the word but here, what we have effectively done is that we have washed away the positive intention of the first feedback. So the first feedback is overall, you did so well, but it would have been better if you didn't read your notes. Everything that came before the but could, is irrelevant, neglected, ignored, because the receiver of the feedback was just thinking about that stinging feedback, which was, it would have been better if you didn't read your notes. Why don't you compare this against this structure or this use of words? Replace but with and. All in all, you were able to deliver the presentation well, and I think it would have been better if you did read your notes. So and means that the two are correct, the two are true. First, you delivered a feedback well, and second, it would be better if you didn't read it. It is expansive. The moment we take out the word but and replace it with and, we enlarge the field and the person who's receiving the feedback is open and receptive. Remember, words are very powerful and so important that we choose words that bring us to an agreement frame. The person is agreeing to it. Now, I'd like to also add a few bonus here and to share with you three more words that are powerful in the process of giving feedback. And these words are agree, respect, and appreciate. Agree means that I agree with you and I would like to add and expand the field by giving you another perspective so that, you know, you come up with wiser, uh, with a wiser insight, with a bigger equation, with a bigger picture. So, for example, you say, I agree with you and I also think that there are areas where your team can grow too. So you're adding more to that. You're adding more to the equation. The next one is I respect. It is to acknowledge that there is a positive intention in the behavior of that person and you respect it, but though you disagree. So how do you say that? You say then, I respect your position on this matter and I also want to share my take on the situation. So you are not agreeing, but you are respecting the positive intention of that particular behavior or position. And the last one is I appreciate to acknowledge their opinion, even if you can't see anything that you agree with. So for example, you'll say, I appreciate your position or your take on this, and I want to be honest with you about what I think. So these are ways in a very fierce grace approach in your choice of words to be mindful you know, about the emotions that will follow from the feedback that you are giving. So powerful words, a choice of words is important, and that is the first ingredient in giving and dishing out, you know, a fierce grace sandwich version approach of feedback giving. Now let's go to the next part of this. And the second ingredient of this is actually called the syntax. And syntax is the arrangement of words. Here you go. Uh, I'd like to call my sandwich here the healthy sandwich approach. Usually when we give a feedback, we would start with a stinging feedback. So let's take, for example, that you're giving a feedback to a person who reports to you 
and this person has declining numbers. Maybe he's not meeting his sales target or his revenue targets or EBIT target, and you wanted to give a strong feedback, but this person has aced a few other things in other projects. So you want to give a feedback, and usually we are defaulted into giving that stinging criticism. I see your numbers and I think you need to give more attention and focus into it. I think you need to exert more effort in this. Your numbers are dropping. So when you give that to the person, there is a chance that the amygdala is going to be hijacked. And when the amygdala is hijacked, the person is perceiving threat. And the tendency of that person is to be defensive. And when the person is defensive, the person is either fighting the person is on flight mode, meaning fleeing, fleeing, fleeing from the situation. The person is freezing and not responding at all. There could be some passive aggression there. And uh, you, you, you have no choice uh, in the skills that you have to just flip the narrative and say, you know, and justify why you are making that feedback. And it just makes the communication a lot, you know, a lot more nuanced. And so you want to get out from that trap. So what do you do? You sandwich it. And how do you sandwich it? You make sure that before you even get to the stinging part, that there is a part where you are acknowledging the person's milestone, where the person did well. In the case of this particular situation, the person did a lot of great things in the other projects assigned to him or her. So why don't you validate that first and say, you've been doing so well in your development project lately. I'm very proud of you. And I know that you are very passionate about people. You're very passionate about this. And then you say the sting or the criticism. I see, though, that your numbers in business or your, in your sales numbers are dropping. And I think this is where you need to exercise a bit of attention and focus. And then you then put another bun under it. I'm glad that you're enjoying your work because I see you're a people person. And I would love to see this diligence transferred to your other parts of your work so that you're able to achieve success in all parts of your work. And I think it's a great way forward. So this is called the sandwich approach where you sandwich that thing with two positive and real and sincere uh, feedback to remind the person you may have made a mistake in a particular behavior. It's not attacking your identity. And yet I see that you've done so well in other areas of your work. And when you transfer that level of energy, interest, enthusiasm, and attention, you could also succeed in this part of the work that needs to be correct. So that is the healthy sandwich approach. And take note that there is the power of syntax, which means the structure of your feedback. Okay, so start with a fish with whistle, just like a dolphin, where you throw a fish and you whistle and tell the dolphin you did well. And then continue with a sting. I call this the jellyfish. It's a little bit stinging, but I can grow from this. And then end it with the fish that the trainer throws to the dolphin, even when the dolphin doesn't create or doesn't generate any milestone performance because the dolphin was just doing its best. It is used to preserve the relationship with the mentor or with the dolphin in this particular situation. You sandwich the sting. And that is powerful. And that is the second ingredient in delivering effective feedback. So now we have words 
and then we have syntax. And the last part of this is we need to make sure that we wrap this feedback with care and love. Not because we wanted to be soft, not because we wanted to be a pushover, not because we wanted to embellish it, but because we want to tell the person, you know, that uh, we care for this relationship and it is going to be productive on the part of me and you working together, you know, having this relationship to agree on a certain common ground. And what is this magic ingredient? I call this the two yes, very simple, the two yes. And this is actually, you know, the wrapper. The first one is how do you begin the feedback process? There's a question there and the answer there is begin with a mini yes. So before you even launch into your, the meat of your feedback, invite the person to a feedback session. Now, the second one is that it's called the magic yes. And that is how you end the session. So what is the mini yes? The mini yes is I have thoughts about your last presentation. And would you have five minutes to discuss this? When you ask that question, the person will always say yes, either yes now or will at least give you an appointment. That is a mini yes. And to the person receiving this question, it provides him the chance to buy in, to buy into the energy of receiving feedback. And it also provides him with the autonomy, the freedom to say yes and to participate in the interaction. So that is the mini yes. And then you end the feedback session with a magic yes. This is how I view it. How do you see it? And the person is going to share how he sees it. And you are going to listen with respect. And you end it with, shall we begin with this way forward then? And that is the magic, yes. And that inspires commitment and makes the feedback process more sustainable and energetic. So to, so to summarize this wonderful Fierce Grace sandwich version that we did in terms of feedback, there are three ingredients. The use of words, the arrangement of words, and the magic potion or the magic ingredient. So let me summarize. Begin with a mini yes. So you're going to invite the person to a feedback session. Do you have five minutes to discuss this? I have my thoughts. And then you do the healthy sandwich approach where you start with either the sting or the fish with whistle feedback where you try and... Uh, encourage the person to do more because he has done, he has outperformed himself. He has done a milestone and ended with an unearned fish, which is, you know, a do a good job or, or, or try harder. You're on the right track. So a cheer, you know, it's like a motivation. You're like a cheerleader telling the person, you know, to try even harder. And then finally, you end it with a magic yes. A magic yes. Do we agree to move this way forward? This equation can also be used, you know, when you're talking to your children or when you're talking to your parent. Try it. We have five minutes to discuss this. I am concerned about, you know, what happened five minutes ago and then give a sandwich feedback and then say, do you think this is a great way to begin uh, and to move forward? That's the magic yes. I want to end by sharing with you a quote from Albert Einstein. No problem can be solved from the same level of consciousness that created it. I do hope, you know, and I am in fact very positive that this particular interaction that we have on a Friday afternoon uh, has increased and, you know, has increased your level of consciousness and, you know, awakened you in a small way so that you could be an even better person in this weekend as you interact with your loved ones. 
So this is Cherry Africa, and I so look forward to seeing you again next week on another episode of The Awakener. And remember, in order to change and for change to happen, the sleeper must awaken. So do your best to try and stay awake. And I wish you all Godspeed, God's spark, and a lot of God's thoughts. And always remember to stay awake.